Hello, welcome to the Clear Skies Camino podcast. I'm David Smith, and thank you for listening this week. This is a podcast about El Camino de Santiago, a series of pilgrimages to the shrine of St. James in Santiago de Compostela in northern Spain. This next podcast was recorded back in November of 2020. It is with a pilgrim I met on the Camino Frances in September of 2017. This particular year, I had started in Burgos, and had started alone. About 15 kilometers in, I met Adam from England. While I returned to Ireland two weeks later, he continued on to Santiago de Compostela and had many stories to tell. So do listen on, and I hope you enjoy. I want you to take take us back today. Um, can you take us back and uh, talk to me about um, why you decided to walk the pil- uh, the Camino de Santiago? Mm, yeah. Um, well, it was back in, I think it was about 2014. And um, I was teaching, because um, my job, I, I teach English as a foreign language. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time, I was doing that in the summer to kind of help myself through through uni mm-hmm. and i taught i mostly taught um young people you know teenagers uh, who are an absolute laugh i love it but um that particular summer i had um a few others as well and there was one guy i taught who was um he was about 40 odd um guy named juan and he was there with his son so i'd actually taught his son in the class mm. but then i taught Juan as well um and uh and it was great because it was one-to-one lessons and he he told me about this thing called the Camino because he found out so he found out that I was a Christian right and he wasn't a Christian himself but but he told me about this thing that passed through his town this uh um this Camino and I was like oh that sounds interesting and and at the end of our lessons together he gave me a book, and it was um, it was a Camino guidebook. It wasn't the Briley one. It was um, uh, um, Sergi Ramis. I don't know if you come across that I one. I don't think I have one. No, no. Yeah, well, I, I, he gave me this as a gift anyway to mm. say thank you, and um, and that was it. And I sort of decided there and then this looks great. If I ever get the the opportunity to do it, um, then then I'll do it. And that was it. Great yeah. stuff, yeah, yeah. And what was your preparation like? Like, both, like, did you just fit like both physically and mentally? Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, I mean, the th- the thing for me to f- I had to it had to be the right time for me physically because I have a bunch of like physical um, issues that you know what one year. So the year he actually gave me the book, I couldn't have done the walk. It wouldn't have worked. I would have had to come home after a day. Um, but we, it got to 2017, and I was feeling really good. Mm. I th- thought, well, this is the year then. Um, and I was lucky because I had, at the time, I had um, a little bit more money than I was used to. Um, so I could <laughs> so I could do something like that. Um, but, yeah, I had to be, I had, first of all, to make sure my body was in the right place. Um, so I did a, a few little walks. I didn't do anything too strenuous cause I didn't want to, you know, 
ruined myself before I got there. Um, but I did sort of do a few walks to get myself prepared. The the biggest thing I did was um, uh, just I, I researched like crazy, really. I, w- I went through all the websites. I looked at blogs. I looked at, um, you know, backing lists, um, that kind of thing, and um, worked out what would work for me, what I needed. Yeah. Um, and so um, that was the big thing, getting prepared in, in that way um was was really important for me um particularly because i because i've got the, these issues with my body i wanted to be very careful about that mm. um make sure i was you know taking the right stuff with me yeah um yeah so that was the the biggest preparation really and you mentioned there are certain websites that um and that you would look at can you remember any of those websites i actually can't <laughs> i don't remember oh <laughs> yeah when you mentioned before, I, I was like, oh, I must remember, but it's been um, three years and I, I can't remember what they were now, but, um, but there's millions of them out there. I mean, there's I, so there many, were so many. There really are so many. Yeah. And they're all, they're all helpful, you know, because yeah. um, they all give you an idea, you know, everyone's different, you know, not everyone's like everyone in my opinion should pack light. That's, that's mm. the thing. But like. People can have different stuff. How did you get to your chosen starting point, and um, why did you choose to get there? Mm. Uh, Well, I went from, um, I think it was Stansted, so just outside of London, uh, flew to Biarritz. um, And then my plan had been to get a um, train from Biarritz to um, Saint-Jean, but um, I met these two swedish like women in the airport who were like are you also a pilgrim um because <laughs> we're trying to get there and we think we might not get the train in time so do you want to share a taxi um so i ended up getting a taxi um and that was my first experience of spending way more money than i <laughs> wanted to on the camino <laughs> um yeah but it got me there quickly and um yeah in uh uh, to the right place so i was quite happy with that super super and um let's talk about albergues for a while um, yeah let's do it. yeah what was your your first experience uh in in an albergue or did you have a particular favorite albergue the first one was um was in uh saint jean pierre de port and um it was um I, I don't know what it was called it was just there's loads of them there right so um i just picked one basically um and uh it was run by uh a spanish woman probably in her 40s mm. um and uh it was nice quite yeah quite simple in the sense that um it was basically a house and she had like put beds in the back room or like an open plan room and just pulled a yeah. curtain across um, so we all slept in these bunk beds like essentially in her dining room just with a curtain <laughs> she's trying across. to save room just to put an extra yeah. few beds in <laughs> yeah 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 but it was nice and it was you know she made us a lovely breakfast in the morning yeah. and um it was funny i asked for milk in my tea and one of the i was the only english guy there and the um yeah. one of the italian guys looks up he said milk in your tea are you british <laughs> do you know what though 
I, I was actually speaking on another another podcast and um, speaking to another British guy, and he was actually surprised as well when I said to him that I brought tea bags over on my Camino. Um, yeah, and he said that when I went over on my Camino two years ago, I couldn't find any tea over there at all. So the um, the following year, I brought tea bags with me. Because I couldn't find it was impossible to find tea. You could only buy you could only find coffee. So <laughs> yeah, it's um, it. I mean, I, I'm not a big tea drinker myself, mm. um, so I, I can go without. Um, <laughs> I can't. But I think, you know, if you, <laughs> yeah, if you're a big tea drinker, it's worth just making sure that you've because I think you can get them. You can get them in the big cities, right? But mm. um, yeah, you might struggle. You might struggle in the smaller places. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was that was the first my first experience of a of an albergue, which was yeah, it was fun. Um, my, I was I think I was really lucky with albergues, really, and and especially because I went I went at the t- a time of year that was it was still the high season, um, so all the albergues were open, but it was towards the end of the high season, mm. so I could pretty much always get a bed. Um, I think there was one time I couldn't get a bed. Mm. Um, so, um, yeah, I was, I was very lucky in that respect. Um, yeah, I think, um, my favorite, I, I would say the parochial albergues, the ones that are run by the Catholic church. Yeah. For I me, they were the yeah. ones where, yeah, you just got, you got that community, you got that Camino kind of spirit, um, and uh yeah and and the catholics really know how to how to entertain you know um they know how to have fun um yeah and for me the 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 one that stuck with me the most was the parochial albergue in lagrogno okay um yeah where like yeah. i hadn't initially i don't think i'd initially planned on staying in lagrogno but i i made better time than i thought i would and um ended up going a bit further Mm. and and stayed there and it was just you know it was lovely the um the people you know everyone cooked together and there was a big communal meal and um and the priest who um ran the church the albergue was attached to was just lovely he didn't have much english but he was um you know he went around there were quite a lot of us in there and he went around um all of us at the meal just serving us and welcoming us and i really appreciated that mm. um so yeah, yeah definitely quite, um, definitely that, for me. Um, that was that was very good as well um that was a, i think tria castella's tiny little place um and it it's was just a private saria yeah yeah it's quite late on mm. um but yeah little little place um but it was a lovely really beautiful lush green um place with this beautiful little albergue and we up the people i was with at that point um there was only four of us and we all stayed there together mm. we were the only ones um and again the guy um who ran it was was lovely and served us um really well and um can't can't uh speak highly enough but then the other one that you were at as well was um the parochial one at, um Carrie 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 Carrie. Carrie. yeah yeah that's it yeah, yeah. yeah. i can't yeah i can't praise it the the people that run that place highly that that was just an amazing experience yeah it was fantastic right yeah 
Yeah. Um, and again, those ones that are attached to the church, because you go through for the little blessing mm. as well, and, and everyone says where they're from and all the rest of it. Um, yeah, I just love that. I love that. And something I actually realized afterwards, Adam, um, the, when we stayed there, um, the people that were actually volunteering that day were actually standing in for the nuns. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Yeah, they were actually standing in for the nuns who were actually taking a break. Yeah, yeah, probably a well-earned break. I a well-earned break. <laughs> so actually, the, the, the nuns that volunteer at that albergue, um, they usually run uh, they, they, they run the, the albergue and they, they volunteer, as they usually do, and yeah. they usually sing. Um, they, usually, they usually sing um, um, for, the, for the pilgrims. Yeah. Um, but when myself and Al- Adam were there... Um, we actually missed this so but we were we were we were treat, treated well so they did have a song though um who, oh, they did. Whoever, whoever the people were who um were taking over for the night um did we did have a, a sing song so yeah. That was fun. yeah 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 i actually remember you actually arrived late you okay. i did that a lot yeah <laughs> that, that, that's my thing <laughs> arriving late <laughs> yes that's right <laughs> Now, yeah. um, did you have a, a favorite city or a favorite town or village along the way? Um, oh man, um, there were a few. Um, I think so. Honorable mentions quickly. Mm. Um, the O Sobrero, just for the views. Oh wow! Yes, I agree. Yeah. Yes. Incredible. Yes. Like. A big part of the reason I wanted to do the Camino and a big part of the reason I, I really love walking and seeing new places is just seeing these great vistas open up. Mm. Um, and and that is, yeah, that's a really good one. Um, beautiful sort of fairly, fairly low mountains, but that mountains mm. and hills and trees. Yeah, it's stunning. Mm. Um, so that was a good one. Yeah. Um, I was also really lucky to, so when I was in Mancia, de las mulas um i was there during the fiesta um so i got to see a little bit of that out of my window a nice quite a nice albergue there as well actually can't remember which one it was it might have been the municipal i'm not sure um but yeah in fact at that albergue um you could get a uh you could get a massage all right okay yeah so it was the first massage i'd ever had and uh, the last. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, yeah, no, um, that was that was fun. Um, really beautiful town that as well. Um, but I think for me, the the one that I was really looking forward to seeing, and the one that I was really glad to see was uh, Santo Domingo de la Calzada. Oh yes. Um, just because the. Um, the chickens. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, like the the a, a big thing for me for the Camino, and I, I mean, I guess we could touch on this later. Is but is um, stories, mm. and I and I love the founding uh, kind of myth. Um, I don't know if it's the founding myth, but but how it got its name, and mm. um, um, and I, I just love that kind of thing because. Even if, even if it's not true, 
or even if there's only an ounce of truth in it, I think stories like that are um, so important to us and, yeah. and to our identities as people and as communities. So uh, that was a big one. Uh, was really glad to see that. Yeah, and I I, I like that. No, I like that we're able to hold on to that legend or that myth. You know, yeah. it's yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, 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 hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, um, the, you know, the idea that a chicken can, you know, a roast chicken, um, post roasting, uh, can spring back to life, in in a in a act of God, in a miracle. Mm. It, you know, obviously that never happened. No. But um, and I and I say that as someone who is very, you know, I I I am a Christian and I mm. um. I'm quite dedicated to that, mm. but um, yeah, that never happened. But it's a it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful, wonderful story. story. It's a wonderful yeah. story, absolutely. Yeah. And I can see you can understand why people want to see and visit the the, the cathedral or the church in Santo Domingo. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. For one thing, it's beautiful. Yeah, but it's got chickens in it as well. Yeah, yeah. There's chickens in a church. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now speaking of chickens, is there any food? that you enjoyed eating on the on the Camino? It, I, I gave a lot of thought to this. Um, the, I couldn't think of anything in particular because it was a bit of a strange one for me. I'm normally a vegetarian. Mm. Um, sort now, of, vegetarians, but, for vegetarians, it's very difficult on the Camino. Yeah, but I, mm. but I sort of went a bit lax on that. I I because I knew before I went out there I knew it was Spain I knew it was going to be really hard and I have like yeah certain intolerances and so on as well so I thought do you know what for this I'm just going to have to get what I can get mm. um so I so I did that um the thing I wanted to say about food though I, I can't think of anything in particular but I love the culture of tapas yeah like getting tapas with your, your with your brew yeah it's you know you don't even ask for it and they bring it out they fry it's, it for you it's Why just don't so we simple do absolutely like, yeah like, <laughs> we are such cheapskates <laughs> and it's like hey you just order a drink and they bring out a plate of chips yeah. you know yeah 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 yeah. it's fantastic we definitely need to do that i i want it I, it's ideal ideal you know i don't know i've been in lagrange a couple of times i am walking down the playa mayor and um and just going into a couple of the bars and just ordering some of the tapas is just mm-hmm. like perfect perfect there's it is um i mean it food is so central to to a culture isn't it mm. and um there's I mean, I remember, so the first big city on, on the, um, you know, when you set out from Saint-Jean is uh, Pamplona, Pamplona, of course. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I'm not a particularly well-traveled person. Mm. I've been to, I've been to um, France a couple of times. And, mm. you know, I, I, the first time I went abroad was um, only a few years before, before I did the Camino. Mm. Um, um, but the when i got to spain i was just amazed by you know we we sort of have there's a kernel of um 
there's a kernel of of similarity and um i don't know um comradeship i guess amongst a lot of european countries but to me it was still like so different to what i'm used to mm. in in the uk um and just the just the architecture alone when i got there was was i, I loved it and but then you know when you add in the you know it's the sights it's the smells as well and mm. you know the way you do the food when you add that all in together and that all mixes up it's it's an incredible um yeah it's an incredible experience that mm. yeah i agree totally totally agree with you now can you describe your feeling when you arrived in santiago mostly one of relief um mm. not no, because you're not the only one to say that you're not the only one to say that. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> I, I feel like a traitor. Um, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't relief because I was. You know, I really wanted it to end or anything. It was relief that I'd made it, that I'd managed because I didn't know if I would. You know. Um, you know, as I said before, I went out there as, as someone who has, you know, these struggles with my own body, mm. um, and you know, just at a time that it was doing better than it normally did. And so I, I was very, very careful. I actually took six weeks. It took me six weeks to do the Camino, which mm-hmm. is obviously um, for that route is is a, a while. It's a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had to allow myself that. And so I was, yeah, I was relieved to actually make it. Um, I was also relieved um, just because by that point, um, you know, things really were aching and, you know, falling off, you know. <laughs> Uh, so it was, yeah, it was, it was nice. Yeah, yeah. Now, for anyone, so were you kind of um, looking to prove something? gets to walk the Camino and arrives in Santiago. What advice would you give to savor that that time um, arriving in the in the Praza de Obradorio? Mm. Take your time. Mm. Like, don't, don't, don't be in a rush to just get in and bed down and stuff. Take your time to drink it in. Um, see everything on the way in there there's something you know in your everyday life you don't you don't walk in and out of cities anymore mm. I mean, people obviously did in years gone by but we don't do that anymore so you don't see how a, a city starts at its edges mm. and, and develops as you go further in and that was that's something you obviously get a lot on the camino um and when you're you know when you're aiming for somewhere um that that kind of uh that kind of way of approaching it i think is really important because you can savor it you can um make sure you 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 try and capture every moment um in in your head you know Mm. sure take some photos or whatever but but yeah it's about that it's about that feeling as well i think yeah absolutely I, yeah. I I think if possible, if anyone has an extra couple of days, definitely try and spend an extra day or so in Santiago, um, uh, and try and see as much of the town or the city as possible. Oh yeah, uh, before leaving it's bustling. home. Yeah. yeah, it's bustling. Um, mm. it's. I mean, I. The the thing is, it is too bustling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, it's in at night, especially. It's really really crowded. Isn't it? and I, yeah, and I str- was when I went there, and I really struggle with that because I don't do well with crowds, but. Um, but it's got a lovely atmosphere. Mm. You know, everyone is very excited. And there's a, there was a wonderful sweet shop on the way in. And I'd really miss some sweets. Oh, I remember that. that <laughs> I remember that uh, shop. Yes. 
Yes, <laughs> yeah. I remember that. I remember it far too well. <laughs> mm. um, I'll tell you what there was as well in um, Santiago. There was a great, um, there was a great vegan cafe that I ended up in a few times for some reason. Okay, okay. Uh, one of the people I was walking with was vegan, actually, so it was a struggle for her the whole way through. Um, but um, the yeah, that little cafe was run by a couple, and they just had a newborn actually who was in there quite a lot. Um, and uh, yeah, sort of a youngish Spanish couple. Uh, and I went in there and I sat there and I had some lovely cake and tea and stuff. And uh, and they taught me some Galician, which was nice. So wow. and I'm trying to remember the name of it because um, you know I want to give it a shout out if I can. But um, uh, but yeah, maybe I'll, I'll I'll look for it and maybe say it later if I can remember. <laughs> if you can remember <laughs> it, let us know. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's been said about the Camino family that if you've only found the true power of traveling, when you find yourself feeling closer to, to someone you've just met rather than someone you have known your whole life. Was there ever a moment uh, or do you have a story that shows you, shows us the magic of the communal family? Mm. I mean, I think there's a hundred little stories of, of people just showing their generosity and, um, um, yeah, and their love to people that they've mm. not met before in the Camino. I met so many wonderful people, and 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 actually, like you know, and I'm still in contact with some of them. Yeah. But some of them, some of them, I didn't even, I didn't even get their name, but they were just really kind in that moment. Um, there were, I think, so I walked with. Do you do you remember when we we actually we yeah. walked into um. Was it Castro Juriz? I don't know if that's how you say it. It was Hontanas. Was I, it Hontanas? I, I, I met you just after um, Hornilios del Camino. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, 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 I started walking in Burgos. I started walking, walking, walking from Burgos. Yeah, that yeah. That morning. That was that was my I, I that was my start starting point. Yeah. And uh, it was really warm that morning. Yeah. And. Uh, I was kind of fresh and uh, you were with another guy and that's right yeah yeah uh, you had started walking from Rabbe del Casadas yeah because we had I had stopped in it's funny actually um, I was saying earlier that I had I'd given myself a lot more time mm. um, that day actually the only I had not planned to stop there but I'd that's stopped right. at Burgos and um, very quickly um, into my day walking from Burgos, realized that something wasn't feeling quite right. Mm. And, I, and I stopped after about, well, I don't know how far, like f- three, four, five K, if that. Um, at um, Where did you say it was again? Uh, Rabbit de Cazares? Yeah, or so Ornelius? Was... Ornelius del Camino. Was it? Oh, was it there? I can't remember. I can't remember. So many little <laughs> places. <It's, laughs> I, I forget them. Um but yeah, I stopped there and I thought oh, I've got to take a day here. Um, mm. And I think that's probably the only reason we ever met, actually, mm. um, was because I I, I stopped. Um, but then when we were walking into Hontanas, was yes. it? I think it was, yeah, we met Kati, who um, was talking to someone on um, just outside one of the buildings as we came into the into the town. Um. And um, I think, did, am I right in thinking you thought you heard an Irish accent? That's right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Um, 
But I think she t- she turned out to be German. Yeah, I was. I, I looked um, around. There was this this lady up sitting in a in a in a cafe, and I said, "Yeah, an Irish accent," and she turned around and said, "No, I'm German." And I, I was going, <laughs> oh, "Okay, <laughs> that's right, that's right." Well, I, I think that was that was Carty. So Carty, yeah. um, um, later on that day, I I went off and um, got a bed in um, I think it was the municipal Awerge, I think. Um, and I went out again, you know, hunting for food or, mm. um, drink or something. And I bumped into her again and she was looking for the same alberg. I said, oh, I'll show you where it is. Mm. Um, and we just clicked, we hit it off and we've been ah. friends ever since. Wow. Um, okay. So we walked together a little bit, um, uh, for a while after that. And then we split up for a while and then, um, and then we met up later in Astorga. Um, and okay. she, by that time, was walking with two other people who I ended up, we all ended up walking um, a lot of it um, as a group after that. So, um, yeah, and I'm still still in contact with them. Um, more in contact with Carty, I think. Um, but I do still occasionally say hello to the others, too. Um, and, yeah, and, I, you know, there's there's a lot of other people that you, you meet along the way. There was um, one German guy called Heinz who I walked with for a couple of days. Yeah. No idea. I, I only know that he's called Heinz, and he was seventy, and he was super fit, and yeah. faster than I was, and um, and that's all I know about him. I never, I've never seen him since. And I, yeah, it's sort of a bittersweet thing that, um, and there's a lot of that, I think. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I totally agree. Like, and it's great that that you can meet someone for literally five or ten minutes. And then just yeah. say goodbye to them, and then you could be another yeah. one for another five or ten minutes, and then just say goodbye to them again, and just have these great conversations yeah. in that in that space of time, you know. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you don't have to like. Yeah, it's nice to keep in contact with some mm. people, but you don't you don't have to do that. You don't have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Now, um, moving on. Uh, for future pilgrims, what three tips? would you give to make their Camino even better? Uh, I, I meant, I mentioned before just taking your time. Mm-hmm. Um, don't, don't treat the Camino as like something, the big obstacle, mm-hmm. your time to drink it in, you know, um, notice the little things as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just give yourself time to do it. I think the fact that I had to take time was, in in some respects that was kind of a blessing because i was able to do i was forced to do that really mm. um but i think if you if you're the sort of person who like i did meet one guy a lovely guy but he like only had so long and he powered through or starting i think at saint jean but he powered all the way through but he had to get there quickly because mm. he only he had to be back after three weeks or something um three or four weeks i can't remember exactly but he mm. he went for it and he got awful blisters. For wow. One thing. Okay. Because um, um, he sent me a, a message with his pictures of his feet. In. Um, um, but also, I thought, you know, I mean, you know, people should do people should do whatever is right for them. But but I did think the Camino has got to be, in my opinion, something that you take your time to do, mm. um, and that you can have those that time to think as well. So there's that take your time um other one prepare absolutely Mm. prepare 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 um i 
uh, I mentioned before, I was I, I went on loads of websites and looked for the right stuff, mm. the right gear. I kept my pack under seven kilos, mm. um, which was I appreciate is actually very very light for. That's a perfect you know, weight. Yeah, well, yeah. they say keep it under ten, I think. Um, mm. But I was, yeah, I was very, very careful about what I put in my pack. One change of clothes, that's it. Mm. Um, talking of changes of clothes, um, I am a larger gentleman. Uh, <laughs> for larger folks, um, prepare for the chafing. <laughs> yeah. That's a bit graphic, right? Um, but I recommend um, Under Armour boxer shorts, um, long-ish ones. Good idea. And yeah. uh, anti-chafing cream is they they will be your best friends. Those two things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so definitely those. Yeah, good one, yeah. good one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that was a three. You got me. Yeah, three. That was perfect. Yeah, yeah. So how was how's how's life been after the Camino for you? Um. I know you've been on a, on a pilgrimage of sorts after the Camino. Yeah, in a sense. Um. Yeah, it's been a long. I mean, it's been. Th- three years which sort of simultaneously feels like a long time and very much not a long time Mm. um yeah and a lot's happened in that in that time and and i think the thing is it takes um like i so i'm on the autistic spectrum Mm. and um it takes me a long time to process how i feel about stuff Mm. so um when i was on the camino it's like i was experiencing it but i wasn't always feeling it um and the feelings come later for me i i i I have to process it and it took probably about six months for me to to really process it to really get to grips with with having done that Mm. um so yeah for me that was yeah that was a big thing um yeah i guess since that time i've been um yeah i mean doing various things i've been Sorry, would would you consider walking another Camino or another pilgrimage? Yeah, um, I mean, I would. It, it depends. I mean, um, yeah, as I say, my body's got to be right. Uh, unfortunately, in the last year or so, I've developed arthritis. So, oh, um, okay. Right. Yeah, so I really, really am lucky to have done it when I did. Um, <laughs> my body's against me, but uh, it's, it's yeah. If I ever, if I ever can, mm. um, I will. Um, and I think, you, you know, even if you can't do the Camino, we can all do our own Caminos back home. 100% agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, whether that be just in your everyday life or actually um, just looking for places to walk and go and spend time reflecting. Mm. Um, for me, like, for me, spending time just in trees, um, just being with, you know, what I would consider God um, is is really important for me um yeah i think one of the one of the reasons i i did the camino as well was um i was trying to um work out where i was going with my life so i've sort of ended up um on this process of maybe a process of discernment so i might might be um training to to be a priest in the church of england um uh, which is a, a fun and weird idea that's a big uh, decision to make yeah it is yeah mm. it is mm. um and i mean it's, it's funny because the camino 
I, when I went out there, it was very much a, a pilgrimage for me, right? Mm. Um, um, in in the religious sense. Um, but I was surprised by how many people just went there um, for for spirituality, or or actually just just because they felt like it. Mm. Um, and so it's quite refreshing to uh, to be doing this sort of ancient um, pilgrimage and have all kinds of people um, there. And I guess there's a there's a metaphor to be made there, um, probably um, that I'm I'm you know nowhere near intelligent enough to make uh, about everyday life. Um, uh, yeah, I'll have to give that one some more thought. That was a very rambling answer. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. No, it's, no. Just to expand on that, I think a lot of people when they start off on their on their caminos, they 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 they, they go probably just for a challenge, just to see if they're mm-hmm. just to see if they're able for it. And then as they go walking, it becomes more of a spiritual walk, um, mm. and it, it becomes a bit a little bit more. And then when yeah. they reach Santiago, it becomes it becomes a it becomes a pilgrimage. Then, yeah. So, you know, yeah, and I and I think that's I think that's the thing is that you um, it's a bit of a cliche to to say that you know the, the you know it's the journey that's important, not the destination. Mm. That's a massive cliche, but it's it's a cliche for a reason. Mm. And and I think um, you know people always say this. But it absolutely is the the people and the communities that you meet on the way, yeah. Um, and and that's the pilgrimage, and that's why it's still a pilgrimage when you get home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent, I agree with you. Yeah, you were actually the first pilgrim I met after leaving Burgos. So really, kudos to you. Yeah, wow, you are. <laughs> I'm honoured. I'm honoured. <laughs> <laughs> and we're still keeping it, still in touch to this day. Yeah, three years on. So yeah. Uh, Adam, thanks very much for for the chat. Thank you. Yeah, and it's been great. Uh, and great. yeah, absolutely. Pleasure to talk to you this evening. Likewise, likewise. Cheers. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe so you are notified when a new episode is posted. Rate it and review, and share it with all your friends. Thanks so much for listening. And I hope you are leaving with some great tips for your Camino. Until next time, buen Camino.